You know, when it comes to wireless carriers, sometimes what you see isn't always what you get. Except with Visible. With Visible, what you see is exactly what you get. If you haven't heard of Visible, well, now you have. They're the wireless carrier that's making wireless visible. It's in the name. With Visible, there are no hidden fees, no fine print, no hassle, nothing to hide. It's just $25 a month, all taxes and fees included. And you don't need more than one line of wireless to save. You can save on a line all to yourself with unlimited 5G data powered by Verizon. And again, just $25 a month. The future of wireless is here and it is transparent. If you want more transparency in your wireless plan, you want to be on the Visible plan. Switch to Visible today and save at Visible.com. That's Visible.com. Monthly rate on the Visible plan. For data management practices and additional terms, visit Visible.com. This episode of GameScoop is sponsored by Squarespace. If you're looking for a way to make your business stand out and succeed online, Squarespace is the all-in-one website platform for you. They take the stress out of creating an awesome website, engaging with your audience, and selling anything from products to content to time so you're able to focus on, you know, everything else. In other words, you'll have more time for gaming. With the new guided design system, you can choose from curated layouts and styling options to build a unique online presence from the ground up, optimized for every device. And with Squarespace's integrated, optimized SEO tools, you'll show up more often to more people. Squarespace doesn't just make things easier for you. Checkout for your customers is made seamless with simple but powerful payment tools that allow you to accept credit cards, PayPal, and Apple Pay, and in eligible countries, offer the option to buy now and pay later with Afterpay and Clearpay. So whether you're just starting out or looking to expand your existing brand, be sure to visit squarespace.com for a free trial, and when you're ready to launch, go to squarespace.com gamescoop to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. That's squarespace.com gamescoop for 10% off. What's up, everybody? Welcome to IGN GameScoop. I'm your host, Damon Hadfield. Joining me this week is Justin Davis, Scoop. Sam Claiborne, Let's do this. and Marty Sleva. Hello. We've got a great show for you this week because we've got a great show for you coming up this weekend. <gasps> and next week, it's called the Electronics Entertainment Expo. The show will go on. Start. And it is all going down uh, next week in L.A., and we're very excited. We have yeah. so much to, uh, to uh, stream for you next week. So this show is going to be your big E3 preview. We're going to lay out everything that we're going to be bringing to you in your home, in the comfort of your own home next week, so you don't have to go to uh, L.A. and E3 just like we do. Uh, let's kick things off. Things, everything's going to kick off this Saturday, June 10th at 1130 a.m. Actually, I think it might be 11 o'clock p.m. with a sort of a... Uh, get excited yeah. for E3 hype half hour. Yeah, a, yeah, this is the first E3 that starts on Saturday. Yes, yeah. they're getting by next year. E3 will be starting in March. Mm-hmm. Yeah, is well, that, it used to be in May. Yeah, they are, the show is just happens later in the year than it used to. Also, yeah, for sure. Uh, the first press conference this year is is EA's. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's Electronic Arts because they are on, having their own event adjacent to E3 this year called what, EA Play. Mm-hmm. They call it? But they are still having a press conference, so they're moving back from Monday to Saturday. And our pre-show for the EA conference will kick off Saturday, June 10th at 1130 a.m. Yep. So tune in for that. Mm-hmm. EA's big thing this year is going to be Battlefront 2. Yeah, yes. sports and Star Wars. Yes. Sports Wars. Uh, it's really it's, it's interesting. I think two years ago, it was the same. Well, yeah, right. <laughs> yep. Sports and Star Wars and Mirror's Edge that year. Yeah. For uh, and well, and the the Mirror's Edge tier game this year will be uh, Need for Speed Payback. Yep. 
for EA being the second largest publisher in terms of revenue, I believe, they really don't have a lot of games. Pretty quiet. Yeah, well, maybe they're going to announce games. I was going to say, yeah. I mean, maybe, but the games that we know of that they've got coming up are Battlefront 2, Need for Speed, and sports games. Mm-hmm. We also, I mean, Battlefront was so ludicrously successful yeah. for them. Yeah. And the sequel, you know, has, it, it, I mean, we'll see, but uh, it's got a campaign, you know, it's got a lot of the other stuff that people didn't like about the original. So, I mean, maybe it's smart for them to just lean really hard into that. Yeah. Yep. Everything at Celebration looked really cool, and they've already said that they're going to sort of double down on multiplayer and showing off a full match on Feed, which was the episode one. Uh, planet or city on Naboo. T H E D. It's the main city in Naboo. Uh, are you serious? Yeah, it's where uh, Augie's great municipal band played during the oh, uh, conclusion of the Phantom Menace. Tell me more. <laughs> no, that's about, that's about it. Gungans live there. What are the uh, Queen Amidala rules over it? There's <laughs> I absolutely. The, I thought the Gungans lived underwater. What's the worst planet Naboo? Yeah, uh, Kamina. What's, oh, that's the one with the aliens in the yeah. ocean? Yeah. El- anyway. So anyway. That's almost Anyways, <laughs> yeah. Battlefront 2 will be EA's mm. big push this year. And then this need, new need for speed. I don't know. We'll see what that's supposed yeah, to be. Yeah, it seems heisty. The fast yeah. and furiousification fur- yes, of, of need the for need speed. for speed. Franchise. And hopefully some new EA originals. Like we saw that game Fee last year. We had yeah. uh, Unraveled two years ago. Yeah. There's, there'll be something yeah. like that, a little smaller offering. I do actually, I think need for speed, um, you know, I don't know. We'll see if it's any good or not. But I hope people don't sleep on it. Like the 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 one that came out two years ago, the like racing mechanics in it were so solid and great, like it was fantastic. But the game, it was just felt the package was a little bland. There was also an online requirement; you had to yeah. be online to play the game, which they've said they've said they're ditching that gonna, this time. Yeah. So I think the new one being a little bit more personality filled. Like I don't think the racing chops of that franchise have ever been in question. So I feel like that's a smart direction for that franchise. Also, this fall has a lot of simi racing games with uh, mm. presumably GT Sport, and if Forza Seven gets announced, I mean, I can totally get behind. You know, Forza seems to alternate between the uh, slightly sillier Horizon and the more simi, uh, just mainline franchise. So if Need for Speed alternates with that, that seems smart. Yeah. I think racing and sports are not. Why I watch E3, and I don't know who well, knows. Like I think they're yeah. big. I mean, Star Wars is going to be awesome. Our numbers for cool. PES and FIFA demos are yeah. huge. Soccer's so different because it's yeah. worldwide. Well, on, yeah. it's on U.S. audience. YouTube. It's yeah. like it's which is a broader audience, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, the people coming to IGN.com aren't really looking for PES and FIFA, but people on YouTube are looking for that mm-hmm. stuff and yeah. they find and it. And like they're annualized, right? So maybe yeah. their sports series will be cool and different this year. That'd be interesting. Yeah, yeah. FIFA like, man, like I feel like that's the quiet. That's when everybody in the war room like takes a break. You know, yeah. some people write news, but we're not all locked to the screen at that point. Well, EA yeah. is also traditionally their sports demos um, are just odd sometimes. So I don't yeah. know. We don't even get maybe, maybe we're not the target demographic. But though. they just they trot out, you know, weird celebrities that kind of don't they seem a little lost yeah. sometimes. Yeah. What I'm saying is watch for Star Wars. Yeah, and yeah. maybe teases of Amy Hennig's game or what respawn Star Wars Other game Star is Wars or a different is, Star Wars game. Yeah, I completely agree. And I know so Mass Effect is sort of on the shelf now. Maybe they'll fix it. Andromeda. But there's also another thing that we know Bioware has been working on yeah. for a long time. That's supposed yeah. to be yeah. big new things. Maybe those. That would be amazing. Maybe they'll do one of those like behind the scenes. Like, sure. We're working on something. You see some footage really on someone's cool. computer. Yeah. yeah. It's their what? Project Dylan. Yeah. Like, I've always called it Project Dylon. <laughs> Dylon? <laughs> Have you always called Bob Dylon? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, all right. Well, that's that's uh, pretty much wraps up uh, Saturday. If you happen to be in LA, we are having a big fan event. Uh, yeah, Saturday. You can come evening. hang out with us. Yeah. Uh, Six to ten at the Belasco Ballroom. The Belasco. Yeah, it's open to the public. Bj Blasco. Bj Blasco. Yeah, I wonder if it'll you know sell out or whatever. But it's definitely open to the public. I think there's a sell. It might tickets, it might free out there. because yeah. it's free. Wander yeah. in. You can wander in off the street. I mean, capacity yeah. wise, but yeah, yeah it is yeah. free. Uh, which brings us to Sunday. To the Microsoft conference, Ooh, which is probably the most important conference this year, yeah. uh, in terms of what 
what is riding on it. Yeah, honestly. Uh, oh, my goodness, yeah. This kicks off Sunday, June 11th. Our pre-show will kick off at 1.30 p.m. Pacific, and you're going to want to tune in because Microsoft is going to fully reveal uh, Project Scorpio, mm-hmm. Xbox Scorpio. Mm-hmm. But, uh, what do we expect it to be called? Well, I, yeah, I can't even... I, can't. I have two predictions. Yeah. Two predictions, sure. Uh, Xbox One Elite, mm. or Sick. legitimately just Xbox One Scorpio, because that name has been used so much in the last year, and that name has a fan base following it. That name has been used by Microsoft a bunch. They just trademarked this S symbol. Um, legitimately, yeah. like unlike Durango or um, Natal or Morpheus, like Natal, they have, this yeah. has been so forward facing that I could totally see. That's them exactly right. Like there is a difference between this code name and some other code names that have used in the past. Like if you go to like Amazon.com, they have a Project Scorpio page that has mm-hmm. you know just all the sort of glossy Whoa, project, you know Xbox Scorpio info, and like that's pretty uncommon for like something that public facing. I would have guessed Xbox One S, but. You know, already there. Yeah, is, there a, is there a precedent for a code name uh, being, no, the final, so, being the final name? I don't think so, honestly. Nintendo think, 64 was the Ultra 64, but that's pretty close. close. Yeah. You would think they would have changed the, well, I think the 3D, or the DS was Nitro. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, you know, obviously, so no, there's GameCube not was Dolphin. Yeah. Yeah. Dreamcast was the Katana. I think it's going to be oh. the Xbox 2, but it's going to be pronounced Two. Two! What about Xbox One 2? 1 2. So they're going to reveal they're going to reveal the Xbox Scorpio, which they've promised is the most powerful console of all time. But that doesn't solve for the uh, lack of, or at least the perception of a lack of games on Microsoft mm. Microsoft's part, right? Uh, it doesn't have a Horizon or a Breath of the Wild or a Near or a Neo or an Uncharted or a Last of Us or you know any of these games. So. Unless they're going to be announcing a huge lineup of exclusive games, they're going to have to rely on the fact that Xbox Scorpio is supposed to be the best place to play all your third-party games. And I wonder if that would be enough. And Crackdown. And Crackdown. Yeah, yeah, it's going to be tough, too, especially since we know so many big third-party games this fall and in the spring have marketing deals with Sony. So, What does that mean? Because I don't think the audience I think uh, that that means that uh, in some cases, like Destiny, I think DLC is going to come to PS4 first. Uh, And then in other cases, it's just sort of a... Every time you see a trailer for a thing like Far Cry 5, at the end of it, it's going to have a PlayStation Splash screen. Which I think Sony throws them some money for that. Yeah, totally throws them money. So Far Cry, uh, Battlefront, Call of Duty, Destiny, and Red Dead are the games we know have some sort of Sony marketing deals. So I would not hold my breath to see those games in any capacity. And sometimes press actually only sees the PS4 Mm -hmm. version of those games. And so, you know, a lot of that is just, uh, I mean, it's marketing, as you said, like, you know, these games are coming to uh, Xbox sure. and they'll probably look, you know, as good or probably even better on Scorpio than they do on PS4, PS4 Pro. But in the mind of the consumer, they start to associate that game. You know, every time you see that televi- television commercial at the end of the commercial, you know, the PS4 splash yeah. comes up. I think Resident Evil 7 did a, or Sony did a really good job of that with Resident Evil 7. Well, that I was think a little bit different because of VR. Yeah, but um, it's been so. a new level of console warfare for the past couple of years that that that's happened. Mm-hmm. I, well, I, I mean, it used to be it used to be just exclusives, right? Yeah. Like you would just lock down this game is only on that console. But now it's so hard for a third party to make money that way that yeah. they sort of slice up the DLC and some of the marketing mm-hmm. instead of the actual game itself. Yeah. But we will get the name. Uh, we'll get a look at the final console. We'll get a release date. And uh, the price. price. Oh, and the price too, which is huge. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. And a sequel to Conquer's Bad for a Day. And then and, no, and then uh, do you guys see these? Uh, there's apparently some teases and some imagery yeah. that yeah. could hint at the release date. Uh, and, and they've been putting out some short little videos, and one of them has a string of uh, letters and, and numbers that reads out to. 10, 13, 17, October 13th, mm-hmm. 2017, which is a Friday, which is when, you know, a good day for consoles to come out. Yeah. So 
I can see that. Maybe that being not. said, the horoscope sign Scorpio starts on uh, October 21st or October 23rd and goes to November 21st. Ooh. I looked that up. Well, I don't think that has anything to do anything with anything, but fun fact. And Scorpio is short for scorpion. Yeah. Which a was desert a dwelling, stinging oh, uh, arthropod. Yeah. Mm. yeah. Arthropod. Mm. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I don't know. Uh, October 13th, that Friday is a Friday the 13th. I don't know if they'd want to avoid that. I don't know. Dun, 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 dun. Yeah. Anyway, uh, in terms of games, first party games, uh, like you mentioned, Crackdown 3, it's actually been dormant for a long time. Surely it's time to bring that back. When they first announced it, they touted how it's going to be using the power of the cloud to bring us unprecedented destruction. Well, they've got this powerful new console, so I think maybe they'd want to align those. Think of the draw distance for those orbs. Right. Oh, man. 600 orbs. So far away. You just look out at the city, you can see them all. Also, racing games are great for showing off uh, visuals on new consoles. So, like you're saying, Forza Motorsport 7. Not the racing part, though, just the part where they pan over the car. (laughs) (laughs) Photo mode. Yeah. Uh, sea of Thieves. I think we'll get a release date for that. Yeah, I think a lot of these games. Was that need to two be years ago that we first saw that? Or was it? Yep, just last two years year? ago, yeah, and then last year was the uh, official sort of gameplay reveal. Uh, mm. High levels. Just based off IGN traffic, you know, and other stats, Sea of Thieves is one of people's most anticipated games. It was one of my favorite demos of last year that I took. It was super fun. Granted, it was I was playing with friends, but mm. um, I'm really intrigued to see what the meat and potatoes of that game yeah. actually is. People really want Rare to be great again. I think people and have a lot of fondness for that developer. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, I think there's a generational uh, gap there. You know, yeah. Sure. Yeah. We talk about sort of the new core of, of gaming. They didn't grow up with uh, it's been Golden so Eye and Banjo. Yeah. yeah, if you grew up yeah. with like Grab by the Ghoulies and Cameo and stuff, it's yeah. Xbox avatars. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Perfect Dark Zero. <laughs> Connectimals. Uh, I think we'll get a release date for State of Decay 2. Actually, we're, we, we haven't even really gotten a full reveal of that game yet. Yeah, we've seen some like concept art and stuff in a short teaser. So. The first game was a big hit for Microsoft. People love zombies. I wouldn't be surprised if, you know, it was actually uh, what Undead Labs mm-hmm. made that was game. Was there a teaser last year for it? Yeah, yes. There was a teaser, yeah. Was, was that where they're just year. driving? In, like, yeah, it was uh, a super short, like, yeah. Yeah, post-apocalyptic thing, then it said State of Decay. But Undead Labs was a pretty small team that made that first game, so I wouldn't be surprised if Microsoft would want to put some money behind that and really blow Definitely. up the sequel Yeah, to make it a big yeah. deal. I think it's like I liked State of Decay, but it seemed odd to see it ushered into this like upper echelon that the original game kind of wasn't in. Mm-hmm. I, mean, I guess good for them. You know, they made a big surprise hit and yep. so make a bigger, badder sequel. Yep. Yeah. Uh, and then, Marty, you were talking about how so many uh, third parties are locked up with Sony for marketing deals. Uh, third party games that we could see at Microsoft's press conference uh, include Middle Earth Shadow of War. Yes, because uh, I think we'll they came out. See it there. They came out and announced as the first game for Project Scorpio, the first yeah. game that said they yeah, want to show that Project one off Scorpio. as a graphical powerhouse for Scorpio. Yeah, and we know that got pushed uh, two months to October 10th, I believe. Uh, mm. yep. Which well, what do you know? On the 13th. Yeah, mm. yeah. Mm. Mm-hmm. the plot thickens. I think it's becoming my number one game for this fall. You big Lord of the Rings, uh, yeah. Shadow of War. Yeah. yeah, I like the first one a lot. I like Lord of the Rings a lot yeah. for sure. Uh, and then we're still waiting on the reveal of the next Assassin's Creed. Mm-hmm. Uh, we've already gotten the reveal for Far Cry 5, which is aligned with Sony. So maybe Ubisoft would want to throw Microsoft a bone and let yeah. them have yeah. Ubisoft's usually Assassin's been Creed. smart with that, of, yeah. with big fall games that they'll split them in half. And Well, I mean, Far Cry's next year, but they'll give one to Sony, one to Microsoft, just to get eyes on them everywhere. We reported Scoop on a leaky pyramid today. Yeah. There was an image that was a uh, one Tar- of the pyramids is leaking. Oh no! Yeah. <laughs> I think Target like put like pre-order slips out. I'm like, just reveal the game. Stop it! <laughs> yeah, Tar- there was like a shirt at GameStop. Some yeah, kid yeah. took a picture of like, here's the hero. That yeah. game doesn't even like officially exist yet, and GameStop is selling a shirt with the hero on it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it is great. 
Video uh, games. All right, so that's the Microsoft conference. Later on Sunday, uh, later on Sunday evening, actually going kind of late, Super is late. Uh, the Very Bethesda late. conference this year. Oh, it's going to kill us. Uh, that, that one party on Saturday night? Come on. Why do they got to do this to us? This is the life. What a rough life. Yeah. This is our life. Uh, our pre-show for the Bethesda conference kicks off at 8.30 p.m. Pacific on Sunday, June 11th. This year for Bethesda, we're expecting Wolfenstein, the next Wolfenstein. Yeah. And Evil Within 2. Well, it's like those are both in the like unconfirmed but seeming more and more. Yeah, Wolfenstein was teased last year, like literally during yeah. Uh, yeah. the conference. Like they were just Wolfenstein codename New Colossus. Yep. And then there was an Evil Within 2 or a Cycle Break 2 uh, job listing job a couple listings, yeah. months ago. So, yeah. Yeah. Do you think Wolfenstein them? will still be that like really cool story driven shooter? That I think so. Before? Yeah. I thought they'll double the. They could go bigger. I mean, with the Colossus theme. Yeah. I mean, I hope they don't. I hope they keep it to like a really awesome, tight, crazy cinematic single player campaign. Yeah. I think that's what people liked about yeah. it. Come, There's enough kind multiplayer. Of a no shooters. nonsense, just fun. Yeah, kind of like a throwback to the nineties, like Doom. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Uh, I think they'll also they've announced uh, Fallout for VR mm-hmm. uh, quite a long time ago now. Yeah, probably time to bring that out. And actually, that could Fallout Four in VR could be a big hit for yeah. v, the VR platform. I think, some, I think Jared played it last year yeah. at the Bethesda yeah. conference, and so yeah, that and Doom VR I could see being. Yeah. Uh, it was Vincent played them, but yeah, Doom is really fast. At least Fallout Four, you can like play at your own pace yeah. and take your time. But man, Doom would probably make me throw up yeah. in VR. Uh, Quake Champions was revealed last year, and that's been in a beta, I think. Yep. Yeah, uh, I played it at PAX. Yeah, I know. In some form. Some uh, guys in the office have played it, so they'll Very probably have that. Well, Dishonored came out last November, so it might be time. I think there's already been one expansion release, some DLC content, so they might want to might be time to yeah. revisit that. And the Dishonored 1 DLC was super good. Yeah, so. yeah, that's yeah. actually true. Do you think Skyrim Switch could be there? That's what I wanted to bring up. Is, That's or a good question. Maybe the better question is, is Skyrim actually coming to Switch? Like, is it? Yeah, I know. There's some it's skepticism. crazy to me that it's not out. Like, why isn't that game out? Like, I, I think it's because it's going to be like a cool special version of it that might know. be taking some It's already work. such an old game. Like, you yeah. know. I, I think they're in a tight spot where uh, they released their HD edition, which we all presume is not the Switch edition. So I think they're kind of trying to line, they're trying to figure out how to message it. Like, hey, this new, shiny, better version of Skyrim. Don't pay any attention to that. You're going to get this kind of older version of Skyrim. That's I think I just think a lot of third parties are like, yeah, we're making games for the Switch, like cautiously waiting to see how it did. And it sold great. People love it. The attach rate's really high. And now I think a lot of third parties are like, oh, okay, Switch games. Yeah, but yeah. that console no. was announced with Skyrim. Like, it, was anu- it wasn't announced well, with Skyrim. Yeah, well, it, was it was in the reveal. that footage. Yeah. But it was just like the bas- it was the basketball game, but the mm-hmm. game's never been confirmed. Skyrim Switch hasn't been confirmed, and NBA 2K oh, hasn't no, been no. confirmed. I mean, they have been now. In January, Todd Howard was in their video saying, hey, we're making Skyrim for Squid. Oh, for did Switch. he? Squitch. Squitch? <laughs> Squoop. Yeah, but that, you know, that's it. That's the extent yeah. of it. I mean, I, I kind of, like, you know, like everybody else, the Switch came out. I love it, and I kind of forgot about Skyrim. And then earlier this week, you know, I'm th- starting to do my E3 prep, and I'm like, oh, yeah. Yeah. Like, it didn't come out. Like, the game's five years old. Like, why didn't yeah. it launch with Skyrim? It's odd. I think it's, I, I mean, I, I just said it, but I think it's because yeah. they want to augment it in some cool Switch way. Maybe uh, right. And I hope it's climbing. You got to add the climbing. You know, but you can't climb it. You just have to ride a horse. <laughs> yeah. Those yeah. horses can climb anything. I mean, you're right. Like That's a very good, as far as predictions go, um, you're doing some kind of trickery or new content in the game. I, 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 I really don't think well, so. Well, I, I agree, no? but it's yeah. a good theory. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that'd be awesome. Like That'd be great. I mean, be yeah. worth the wait. If you, know? you just see how well Zelda did as like this big open world experience on Switch, like Skyrim's a great match. It's, they, they're, they're hitting the nail It's the exactly head. Skyrim, but there's one new quest. Yeah. You have to find it. We're I not going to tell you people, where it is. People would flip for that. 
And remember, Skyrim, it's five years old, but it's still like one of the most popular games yeah. anywhere. It's still played all the time. It's top of the Steam charts. If we put up People like a top it. 10 Skyrim something on IGN now, it would click very well. It needs a better last word than something. Well, <laughs> we'll, we'll figure that out. We'll figure that part out later. <laughs> they're, probably, they're probably adding Korok seeds to. Somebody, uh, I think it was Andrew, <laughs> came around today and was like uh, showing me that Grand Theft Auto um, single player content DLC was like yeah, an- it was announced. announced. Oh, yeah, it was and now it's been three and a half years ago. Yeah, yeah. three and a half years, not a peep. There was a pre- there, coming there was in a 2014. There was a statement in December 2013 that said uh, we're going to have more on the adventures of Michael and Trevor and Franklin uh, early 2014. Weird. So even though we're all excited about like Red Dead, and I know it's not going to be probably at E3 because yeah. of the delay and stuff like that, like could GTA <laughs> DLC appear at a conference? Still? I will. I will eat this microphone. I know. If there's it ever would, a single it player unbelievable. GTA Five DLC. It's weird. GTA though. Online makes so much money. Yeah, online no is still very popular. Single player. But single player is still so popular too, yeah. Just including so. cheats. Do you think there's any way, <laughs> if you're allowed to prepare it? Yeah. Is there any way for Marty to ingest that microphone and survive? Sure. Realistically. Oh, yeah. Will, will it blend? If you like melted it down, you could like drink it. You're D- you'd be ingesting that, all the metal and the I wires. think there's a good chance. I think I could do it, but I think I'd die. Does it have what, to? That, no, that's not what I... <laughs> I you would have to powder it and then eat it over a period of decades. That's what I was going to say. Does it <laughs> okay. have to be in one sitting? Yeah. No, he, that, he over didn't say, he a period didn't I would decades? eat it in over one sitting. So I would have to like, pass a little bit out and then get the more metal into my bloodstream well, and yeah. pass it out. Exactly. We'll it would blend probably it all up. significantly shorten your life. <laughs> we'll blend but, it all up and then you put one teaspoon in your eggs every morning. It's fine. Or not every morning. You have eggs every morning? Anyway. Yeah, Marty. one more thing, uh, Rockstar. I hope you're listening. <laughs> now is your chance to change your plans and get this man to eat something dangerous that'll hurt him. One more thing for uh, Bethesda. Have you guys heard these these rumors? They're just rumors. But have you heard these rumors about this new big RPG, sci-fi RPG, mm-hmm. uh, possibly called Starfield? Mm-hmm. You made up these rumors? No, <laughs> not I. Tell me but, your rumors. But maybe someone on the internet made them up. Yeah. Someone claiming to have insider information to Bethesda is claiming that Bethesda has another big AAA RPG series, a sci-fi with a sci-fi setting called Starfield. Yeah, I've heard the same rumors that Bethesda Softworks, who develop, uh, every, you know, on and off uh, Fallout and Elder Scrolls, that they're going to have a third pillar, and that's going to be the next game, and that's going to be like well, hard sci-fi. They probably wouldn't show it at this E3. It's well, He's, maybe. I mean, because Fallout was like, here it is. It's out in three months. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You know? So Bethesda I, is a gigantic company. Um, although not really, you know, they're not like Ubisoft big in terms of headcount. But uh, which one is it? But they don't have. They're a big company, but they don't have. You know, they have a set number of teams. They only have a couple of teams. So that's yeah. what the gears in my head start turning. I'm they like, well, opened which? a really big Canadian studio. Mm. We don't know what they're working on, but so they set a AAA freemium game. So is that, and yeah. Bioware is in Canada. So and they make a game that sounds a lot like Starfield called Mass Effect. <laughs> so, so maybe this is Mass a Canadian Starfield. Space game. So wait, so Marty, is that what you think? The new studio that hasn't released a game could presumably I mean they're working on something. Yeah. Unless But see that we also know they're working on uh the next Elder Scrolls. But that's though. not that team. I'm just saying, like, so they've got <laughs> Wolfenstein and Evil Within 2. Well, but Wolfenstein and is Wolfenstein's Scrolls. Tango. Right. No, Wolfenstein's the, the Polish dev. That's what uh, I mean. Like, works. You can line up. Knows. And again, like, you know, Wolfenstein is still a rumor. Like, we know yeah. with the highest degree of certainty, like, that 
team is working on something. They teased Wolfenstein, yeah. so it's probably Wolfenstein. But you know, like you know, Evil Within Two is Tango is, that's being done in Japan. If it's a, yeah. real. and you know Wolfenstein, so it's like you can line up Bethesda's games with the specific studios, and that's where I was trying to figure out where some something new would fit in. Mm. How many people would it take to add climbing to Skyrim? <laughs> no one's adding climbing to it. Just do that. Just do I'm that. Play, I'm making a second microphone eating pet. <laughs> can you go for the stand? <laughs> I think what's okay. what's going to turn Sam into a PC gamer is you're going to get every game on PC and mm. then just download a climbing mod. Yeah. yeah. That'd be great. Even it completely breaks the game <laughs> at climbing to prey. It doesn't matter. Uh, it would all right. work well in prey. It's got the goo gun. It would kind of work. <laughs> It'd be cool. That, Climb around <laughs> the outside of the station yeah. so in a loop. That takes us through Sunday. Next up is Ubisoft on Monday, June 12th. Our pre-show kicks off at 12.30 p.m. Pacific. Ubisoft, we know we already know that they've got Far Cry 5. We know that they're going to have the next Assassin's Creed, even though it hasn't been unveiled yet. They, we know they're going to have South Park. We know they're going to have The Crew 2. Mm-hmm. They've, they've been upfront about all this. What we don't know yet is that they've said they're going to have a new IP. And there's also <laughs> these uh, rumors and leaks about this Mario and uh, Rabbids yeah, RPG. For sure. I wonder if those are two separate things or if that is the new IP. Mm. Does that count as the new IP? Mm. Yeah, that's a good question. Um, yeah, I mean, that's, again, like Ubisoft is such yeah. a leaky ship that yeah. uh, that has all but they've shown pictures. Or people have photographed Amiibo of these and all these. Speaking um, of leaky ships, are we finally going to see that pirate game? Yarg? You think that's the new IP? I don't know. Or is it the space game that was teased in Watch Dogs 2 when you break yeah. into... Yeah, there's that you break into, Yeah. Or are we going to see Beyond Good and Evil is still in development? That wouldn't be a new IP, but yeah. No, yeah. yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know. And and Ubisoft has a they've always last couple of years have closed the show with the new IP reveal. Last year was Steep, the year before was the Division. No, that was the year the before was Rainbow Six. The year before that was Watch Not Dogs. Not a new IP in uh yeah, I'm just saying. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Um mm. Yeah, I mean, we'll have to wait and see. Like Ubisoft, I think, is one of the most exciting developers out there. It doesn't always, like, you know, Division was kind of so-so for me, but they're risk-taking in a way. They like Last Activision. year they did a bunch of VR stuff. They had Star Trek VR and then the yeah. Eagle, Eagle, Eagle Flight. Flight. Yeah, yeah. And uh, that's one thing that's missing from the list we current ha- currently have yeah. is uh, some kind of new VR experience. Yeah. I'm totally so- excited for the new Far Cry and the new Assassin's Creed. Mm-hmm. Uh, I like both the series in general, Assassin's Creed. But you know they've taken a year off, and it's been a while since yeah. proper installments of both. Yeah, of them. for sure. I mean, it could be like we're maybe due for another Rainbow Six. It's two years for that yeah. game, or if you go back to Splinter Cell. Well, there's again, rumors. There's IP, Splinter Cell yeah. rumors. Yeah, like well, it, it's kind of got to be now, or else it's going to be too late. It would be interesting to see what they did with Rainbow Six because the last one was multiplayer only. Yeah, uh, if they choose to just go down, it's been very successful for them. So, well, and I really respect them for that. Like they turned that game around, right? Like, yeah, it launched and people kind of shrugged, but then they stuck with it and you know did a solid all, season. Yeah, that's all the of, modes and maps have been free. It's been like aesthetic things that cost money. It's it's such a it's such a success story for like sticking with a game you believe in. That's and, kind uh, of the story of modern Ubisoft though, with yeah. their uh, multiplayer centric games. Yeah. Same thing with the Division. Yeah, a rocket launch. You look at Wildlands so and For Honor, like the two best-selling games of the year so far, I yeah. believe. Yeah. Yep, yep, yep. And Just uh, Dance will be there. And well, I'm sure there'll be a Just Dance. The Crew too is a little interesting. I don't know who's like clamoring, waiting for, for that one. Yeah, I don't know if the first Crew and Wild Run did well enough to warrant a no. sequel. But the Crew was a good idea. It was cool when it was availed, and they're like, hey, you can drive all the way across America. I'm like, that's interesting. I mean, the problem was, like, again, like I'm not a giant racing game guy, but I play a few every once in a while, and it just didn't it didn't feel as good as Forza. So it's like, like that gimmick isn't worth it if, like, the moment-to-moment, like, what's what's the car equivalent of gunplay? Yeah. <laughs> like, if the moment-to-moment car, you know, doesn't feel that it's great. It's called carplay. Carplay. <laughs> carplay diem. 
I don't want to be too jaded about the Mario Cross Rabbids RPG because Ubisoft, you know, if that's true, Ubisoft is the only one of the third-party conferences that will have a big new game for Switch. In theory, yeah. You know? Yep. Yeah. So I want to support him on that front, but it is I also hard. Success, I talked hard. about okay, this. We just hate, I hate the Rabbids so I much. I really hate the Rabbids. Yeah, I know. It's French Minions. Yeah. It's possible <laughs> that other games will be Minions. announced for Switch because of the success between launch and now. It's possible. It's, just, yes. it's possible. Yeah, that they might some not be EA like games super, might be coming yeah. to Switch now. They might not be like super far along in development, but they'll be. Mm-hmm. Hey, we're yeah. bringing blank to Switch. I mean, yes. you have to imagine that Nintendo of America, you know, and of Japan is, you know, working their tails off trying to get people to, you know, hey, look, like our console's big hit. Like, let's get some momentum coming. They've in. They've done great with indies so far. Yeah, but then the, the stuff oh, like sure. the Mega Man Legacy Collection Two is announced, not coming to Switch. It's crazy. I was like yeah. the Disney Afternoon Collection Two. Also crazy. Again, I think it is. People didn't realize like how. I think there's something they just have to make a business decision. You know? I think there's something going on with Capcom and Nintendo. Like they're they're having they're having a lovers on the outs? spat or something. Oh, no, no, it's like it's like weird all these games two, came to Nintendo. Console. Those two collections are perfect for the Switch. They're not coming. Yeah, yeah. I don't, I don't the last know. time they got along, it was so great. We got Killer Seven, Resident oh, Evil man. Four. Yeah, Beautiful yeah. Joe, Nintendo Three. Uh, all right, and that brings us to Sony, which is Monday evening, June twelfth. 5.30 p.m. Pacific is our pre-show. And even though Sony like doesn't have as much writing on their conference as Microsoft does, you could just we could talk about Sony's for so much longer because they have so many games, both yeah. in terms of exclusives and, and third-party games that have aligned themselves mm-hmm. with PlayStation. Yeah, I think this year is going to be... Last year they had an incredible conference, and a lot of yeah. it was sort of uh, peppered with these really quick looks at things that still aren't out yet. Yeah. So I think we're going to see God of War again. We're going to see what Spider-Man actually looks like running. Mm. Which might not more be out of Days this year. Gone. Depends, on how, yeah. depends on how far along it is. I think is. those three games are relatively far along. I think some combination of those three games we'll see in the next year. I agree. I think, yeah. uh, you know, I gave Sony a hard time on Scoop last week for uh, announcing games when they're very, very, very early, whereas mm-hmm. Microsoft tends to kind of announce stuff, their plans for that year. But that cadence does work for them where it's, here's a short look at something farther away and then a deep dive into something this year. Mm-hmm. And, like, here's a quick look at God of yeah, War and then a long look at something out now. So it's like, you know, I, I think, yeah, I, that works for them. The teases give us more to talk about. So yeah. I want, yeah. I definitely want to see a little bit of something and then, like, a gameplay of all yeah. the ones. Well, it mitigates if you don't see, you know, 15 seconds of Spider-Man on uh, on PS4, then it's like, that's a game, like, it's going to leak. Like, yeah. So you might as well just be like, yeah, it's Omniac's working on this, we'll tell you more next year. Yeah. What about Last of Us? Will we get gameplay of that? Yeah. Uh, I don't think so. Oh, man. So I, made, I, made predictions, I made predictions that... Because there's Uncharted yeah. spin-off So that's I, I made predictions that we wouldn't see Death Stranding or The Last of Us 2, and they confirmed, Kojima confirmed this morning that Death Stranding will not be at the show. Oh, he saw your podcast. Yeah, he saw my podcast. Mm-hmm. And I think uh, Naughty Dog is going to focus heavily on Uncharted The Lost Legacy, which comes out in August. Um, I don't think we're going to see The Last of Us 2. I also think The Last of Us 2 is incredibly early in development. But maybe yeah. another cinematic know. trailer. Maybe cinematic, it's yeah. Just because they know their audience. That's that's and that's our audience. I mean, we know game. that it's like our audience's favorite game of the past ten years. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah uh, I think we'll see big dives into uh, big dives, big dives. But stuff like uh, Knack, Detroit, Days Gone, Spider Man. I hope Spider Man. Oh yeah, a big. I actually, forgot about Knack. Yeah, yeah. And then there's Knack too. Co op. Yeah, next. Uh, yeah, they'll definitely have that. Uh, yeah, so Uncharted is out fairly soon in uh, yeah. August, um, but we have, I guess we haven't seen much of that since December. We just saw the one PSX thing. We don't know that much about it. Um, so God of War, I think they'll they revealed that last year. I think it's time to revisit that. Yeah, I mean we know uh, it's on one of the side of one of the hotels in uh, downtown LA. Oh, They're cool. slowly putting up the banner. That and Battlefront have giant banners. Is that uh, what's on Figueroa? What's no, on Figueroa Battlefront's on the Figueroa. I think Battlefront God of War comes too. out this year. 
That's what I was going to ask. Um, we know in, in Fun Uncharted is August. What's the big fall game? You know, the funny, the, the silly thing is they didn't have one last year and they didn't need it. They yeah. had PSVR and that was pretty much it. Yeah, that's true. Um, but I think we're going to get, I think we're going to get Grand Turismo Sport this fall, and I think mm. we're going to get either Uncharted, Spider Man, or Days Gone. That would be great. Yeah, yeah. You mentioned Days Gone. Um, yeah, because we saw a lot of that last year. Actually, it was revealed. It was a long when we saw two demo, demos. Yeah, yeah. or two, a trailer. Two and a demo. longer demos. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I don't know if you mentioned Detroit Become Human. Mm-hmm. That's been a long time. I mean, heavy rain. It's been a few years now. Yeah. So it's probably time to yeah. give that one a release date. Yeah. Put that one out. I guess what their last game was Beyond Two Souls. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I think if Sony's smart, they'll announce something big for PSVR. Yeah, because you know, they kind of have to, right? Like, it's like I was saying, like Fallout Four would be a big deal for VR. VR still needs a big, like I don't know if you want to call it a killer app. It needs a really a game that people can get excited about playing in VR. Well, Fumitu Ueda finally got his game out, so yeah, he has to be working true. on something too. Right? Yeah, well, um, so the Last Guardian's out. Yeah, so what's the next game from that studio? Because I'm excited. I'll be, none of, none of I'll be alive in my late fifties, <laughs> <laughs> and I'll want something relaxing yeah. to play. Yeah. yeah, they just announced that. Uh, they passed a million sales for PSVR, which was the first VR headset to announce that it's passed a million, which makes me think it was the first one to pass a million. I mean, I was going to say, PSVR keeps quietly, like, they, you know, the bundles come in stock online and sell out. Yeah, like, it's actually in high demand. Yeah, so um, it, I think it'd be cool if we, they, yeah, a first-party studio, okay. if someone like Sucker Punch is working on something, if, if a really cool first-party studio, maybe a small team at Naughty Dog is working on something that they yeah. show on PSVR. Uh, and then in terms of uh, third parties that we're likely to see at Sony's press conference, Call of Duty, mm-hmm. World War II, Destiny 2, could we see more Battlefront 2, maybe um, yeah. w- like they do single player at EA's conference and yeah. then a big multiplayer match. Yeah, yeah or vice, or versa. vice versa. I can totally see that. Yep. Far Cry 5 is aligned with Sony. And then uh, we know Red Dead Redemption 2 is aligned with Sony, but it got delayed and doesn't you know, take or uh, Rockstar doesn't usually come to E3. Yeah. And they said it will share more later this summer, yeah. which makes me believe that they'll just do their own thing in like July or August. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't think we'll see it. I hope we see something from from Soft, whether well, it's Bloodborne 2. That's oh, yeah. what I was going to say. Is yeah. it time for Bloodborne 2? Or maybe just a new IP. We'll get a Bloodborne 2 trailer. That's my prediction. It's like, yeah, just sort of like, just so an, uh, announce it, let people yep. know it's coming. Yeah. Cool. Ever since uh, Dark Souls, I mean, we haven't gone very long without in, in, yeah. something Souls yeah, yeah. on the horizon. I feel like right? every E3 for the last couple of years, we've had something. And then Sony has said they've got, uh, what, some really big announcements for Japanese games yeah. to make. Does that mean Final Fantasy VII Remake? I really hope we see Seven Remake or Kingdom Hearts Three. I don't think we will. Um, they've said that the the seven remake development got moved in house mm-hmm. to Square from so CyberConnect. Years out. They said both games will be out before 2020, and I'm like, oh, that's a long away. Yeah, <laughs> that's the future. Maybe that, that Mana Collection will come to Sony's. Platform. That'd be exciting. Is that uh, coming to the U.S. Switch? Yeah, I think we'll get stuff from Japan Studios. I think, uh, I honestly do think, from Software something will be there. Uh, yeah, maybe something smaller from Square. They just announced that Dissidia is coming to PS4. Final Fantasy three on three fighting game. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think Japan Studios is going to have some surprise new IP. Like I don't know, honestly, be a big blow the doors off AAA thing, but like something more than like a smaller experience. Yeah, but they got Gravity Rush out. They got That's you know I mean. they helped like with getting uh, yep. Last Guardian out. We have Knack coming up soon. Yep, they're definitely a big group that we kind of don't know what's cooking over there. So it's time. Yeah. It's time for a big new Japan Studios game. Ape Escape. Oh man. VR. Woo. Hello, monkeys inside your head. I should have done that instead of Knack too. <laughs> Ape Escape, so good. Yeah. I mean, I liked the what the first two in the original PlayStation. Yeah. Uh, I didn't play Playing any after that. So, but I, I, you know. there was an Apescape like mini game in one of the Metal Gear Solid mm. like solid discs or subsistences. Mm. People love apes. Yeah, 
who doesn't? Hey, Planet of the Apes is coming. Planet of the Apes is huge. Woody Harrelson's in that film. Maybe they Donkey want to tie, Kong. He's Kong a good time the release around. Yeah, that Cranky film. Kong. Cranky Kong. Coco was that ape that learned sign language at the San Diego Zoo. Mm. Yeah, yeah. That's the only ape I know. Candy. Kong. Clint Eastwood had an orangutan friend. Oh, I remember that. Yeah. yeah. Don't remember the name of those movies. But <laughs> Clint Eastwood talked to that empty chair. <laughs> that was. Weird. Oh, that was weird. <laughs> uh, what about Shinmu? Nah. Oh, I think they said no. They've already said. I believe they announced that they were like, we're hard at work on the Kickstarter or on the game, yeah. uh, but we're not going to be at E3. I think that's one of what our confirmed about no games. One and two remaster. That would be cool. There have been a lot of rumors of that. Yeah. So I think that would be a cool, like, hey, the game's not here yet, but one and two remastered is out. I don't think that works in their favor. With all respect, as someone that actually likes Shimmy one and two, to have put those games in front of people again uh, we, would probably be a mistake. <laughs> it's not going to get them excited for No. Going for number three? It is not. Well, especially like those games were big, uh, especially the first one back on Dreamcast, because it was like, oh, this is what Japan's like. But now it's like, well, Yakuza 0 is a much better game, and Persona 5 is a much better game. Well, yeah. Those give you good flavors of Japan. Yeah. Mm. yeah. Japan is delicious. Delicious. <laughs> uh, all right. So with, with all that said, what are we most excited for? What about Nintendo? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Man. It almost right. felt like that was a segue. You're right. That's the next one. You're right. I, I totally didn't even plan it out. <laughs> <laughs> and my my most anticipated game is Super Mario Odyssey. <laughs> Me too. Uh, well, I did forget uh, to plan out the uh, Nintendo conference, but that is Tuesday morning, yep. yeah. uh, 9 a.m. Mm-hmm. You can definitely check out Nintendo Voice Chat for uh, a lot uh, in-depth discussion on Nintendo um, stuff. But that's know. actually not It's not too difficult to put that together. Super Mario Odyssey, we imagine it'll be their big centerpiece. Yes, yeah. 100%. I think the Sega Sonic games are going to be there. Mm. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, you think so? You think they'll be on stage with Nintendo? Or at the Direct? Yeah, or I think yeah. those will be part yeah. of the Direct. Yeah. I'm starting to think of third parties now. I think Skyrim, as I already mentioned, will be there. Yeah. The yeah. Direct is only 30 minutes, so. Yeah, it's really yeah. short. Is it? You know, yeah. Splatoon 2 is out uh, this summer. Well, yeah, they want to yeah. focus on games coming out this year. Mm-hmm. So that kind of limits it to. Yeah, the there have been some rumors. Uh, I mean, with the success of Mario Kart 8 Deluxe, if we get a Smash Deluxe, mm-hmm. which yeah, we could totally see happening. Yeah, the, Dude, the, bring on the Wii U port. Smash Deluxe, I tweeted this out a while back that uh, remember that Smash 3DS had all different stages, no yeah. overlap in the stages. So, so if it like brings the 3DS stuff and the Wii U stuff together in cool. one package, yeah. like mm-hmm. it would be like the thing about Mario Kart 8 Deluxe is it's got what 48 tracks in it. Like, it just feels, like, so much. And to, like, bring those two versions of Smash together, I think, would be crazy. We could get a Zelda port. Uh, that's just been happening at every three, mm. uh, and Skyward Sword Skyward is up Skyward there. Sword. Yeah, I mean, honestly, bring bringing Wind Waker HD or Twilight Princess HD to Switch. Mm-hmm. Totally see. Pikmin three. Yeah. Well, you think they want to bring uh, Mario Maker? I think that'd be huge. Yeah, over to Switch. They gotta be ca- like. That's I, I think they have a strategy of like parceling out. Sure. The, they don't want the Switch to feel like Wii U rehash, but yeah. they also know that a lot of people didn't experience those yeah. games on the if Wii. If there's a strong so. library this fall, it's just gonna help it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then I think we we have to hear, even though they said it's gonna be delayed, the online part of this, but we have to hear about Virtual Console. Yeah. Like it'd be crazy not to hear about that. That's yet. what I was gonna ask. Yeah. yeah. So if it's not in their E3 conference, like sometime during Nintendo does a weird thing. They do their conference and now they have Treehouse Live where they have little announcements, but they're not always that little. Like. Yeah. It's like, what? They announced a whole new game on you, Wednesday? Usually on Wednesday. They, do like they a have little... a late night, uh, like um, like a dinner, and, the, mm. and then they have like more announcements. And they, I don't think they really did it last year, but mm. that's where they announced Twilight Princess, for instance. So don't don't be you know too sad after the uh, Nintendo Direct if it's just things coming out this year, yeah. because there could be future stuff coming out after the Direct, and they're just being coy about it. I wonder if the... So the Direct probably won't mention Fire Emblem then. The next Fire Emblem coming to Switch. I think right? they got that out of the way. Yeah, they already yeah. they, got, they seem to get all the 3DS stuff out of the way. So yeah. they got they did the Pokemon Direct and like and and Pokemon, uh, Pokemon's going to be at the show. 
but uh, not. I don't think the the ultra sun and moon. Yeah, so, sorry. Yeah, sun and moon yeah. ultras are going to be. Well, there. it's also another smash. Uh, you know, rumor. I guess it's not a rumor, a but just a reason why it could make sense is they got Pocket Tournament DX out of the way because they don't want it sure. running right alongside Smash if they have that at their press conference. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. But there's a Pikmin 3DS game, and there's uh, more Fire Emblem to be had. I don't know if we're going to see those because they just talked about them in recent directs. Okay, now we can share what we're most excited <laughs> for. I am still, I do consider Super Mario Odyssey to be my most anticipated game this year. So, Yeah, Spider-Man and Odyssey for me. Spider-Man, huh? Yeah. That's interesting. Spider-Man, I know like people are nuts for the, for that game, and they're really excited for it. The character of Spider-Man has never meant anything to oh, really? me, so it's yeah. hard for me to get excited about I it. I agree with that. But like Insomniac's Legacy, like it's just a really smart fit for them, it sure. seems to me. So, um. uh, On the Sony front, I'd be more, I'd much more excited for like God of War. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I'm honestly, I'm excited. Yes, God of War, uh, Spider-Man. Like, I'm honestly just excited to see what Scorpio is, what it looks yeah. like, how much it costs. That's like, like the conference I'm most excited to just see. Just because that's been a giant question mark for literally the last year. Yeah. So, like, and this is so important for Microsoft that I think mm-hmm. just one way or another it's really interesting. And Assassin's Creed, honestly. Mm, yeah. Mm-hmm. Actually, I'm like kind of a closet or not a very vocal Destiny fan. Mm-hmm. Like, I really like Destiny 1, and I, I'm not the person that, like, played it every single night, like a Destin Legary, but, like, every single time new content would come out, I'd consume it all and like it and then bounce from that game. So I'm really hyped for Destiny 2, and I think Destiny 2, um, you know, on the surface will always, like, render our final judgment later. But so far, it seems like they're sort of fixing what people didn't like about the first and seems like it's going to be more fun and have a more proper story to go through. So I really think that Destiny 2... And people often remember Bungie. I mean, that's the that's the Halo studio, right? Like, nobody has shooter chops like them. Um, I guess I shouldn't say nobody, but, you know, they're among the very, very upper echelon in the business. So a new AAA shooter from one of the absolute best in the business. Like, yeah, I'm really, really excited to play like i just want to play it like it looks really fun um and then obviously i uh love my switch any excuse to get the switch out and play that so let's check in with the listeners hey listeners listeners remember you can always reach us at the email address gamescoop at ign.com or omegacops at (laughs) ign.com just like wade sheridan from south florida did and he says what's up damon justin sam and special guest character Long-time listener here with this first question. I will be attending E3 this year, as I am covering the event and a number of games for the news website that I work for, and was wondering what do you guys think is the best way to get the most out of my E3 experience? Mm. Is a day at E3 best spent waiting in lines to try out new games? Should I be looking forward to Disney theme park level wait times due to the added amount of added amount of people attending this year? Is there anything else to do on the show floor that I should be looking out for? No, is, you gotta wait in line and play yeah. games. I think this year it'll be a special. Uh, 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 it'll be even more different because of the public. I think there's gonna be more lines because you can walk up and play indies in a lot of the yeah. booths mm. normally. I don't know if it's gonna be that way this year, but uh, they. Uh, I th- I think the key thing is pick out the thing you want to do most every day and wait in the outside line when the show floor opens and go straight to that thing. Run, yeah, don't run. Go go to it first. And then you probably won't get into anything else unless you wait a long time for the rest of the day. But right when the show floor opens, you you have a good opportunity to get to right. right one one sort of hack or trick is that, you know, and I don't know that this is the case, but often like a game like Battlefront is probably at EA's booth yeah. and Sony. Well, it's at EA Play, we know, in Hollywood. Oh, excuse yeah. me. EA is a weird example because they're off-site yeah. now. But, um, but, you know, Call of Duty, for mm-hmm. example, will probably be in Activision's booth and in a first-party booth. So certain yeah. games will be 
playable at two places on the show, and it'll be packed in one booth and empty in another. Yeah. So like that's kind of one way to scope out the show and think about it. Also, I wouldn't wait in a really long line no. for like a theater presentation no. because a lot of times those are either uh-huh. just guided tours of what we already saw, you can just or watch it on the, the press conference. Well, yeah, or that thing. that BCD will be online in like a week. So yeah. BCD stands for behind closed doors. So that's actually that's actually a really good like insidery E three tip. It's, you know, so there's these there's these theaters and people wait in line and they let in thirty people and then you see something behind these closed doors and you leave but oftentimes what they just demoed is what was on stage at the press conference yeah. and it's maybe remixed in a very slight way or maybe sometimes what's behind those closed doors ends up on YouTube anyway mm-hmm. and so but you do get a t-shirt you often get a sometimes. t-shirt um, so if you are, I mean, I agree with Marty, don't wait in a long line, but if you're going to wait in a long line, at least wait in a long line to like get a controller in your hands yeah. and, and get a you t-shirt. Know. And like, that's how it was with Zelda last year was you had to wait for half the day, but then you got to sit and play Zelda for a really long, like a long yeah, they, they of could time. Clear, they cleared everybody out of their booth last year and you just got a, just time with the console and that's all they had. And it was really, really yeah. cool. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you got a Zelda coin. And Nintendo also, does awesome giveaways. I'm I'm serious about that. Yeah. Like you can co- get cool stuff at E3. Like Nintendo did these. Like you know, every year they'll, they'll do like a a card, like a bingo card kind of, and then you have to play all their demos and you get a pin for each one. Like it's so awesome yeah. and you come away with this really cool tchotchke from. I would say uh, Wade, in terms of your news website, like maximizing your time there. Like you know. Uh, IGN, like IGN, is going to be the place to go to find out how Battlefront plays, or GameSpot, or Polygon. Like you need to provide, like if you want to create the most value for your outlet, mm-hmm. I would, like I would click and read on a headline that's like you know the one game everybody missed at E3. Like come up with an angle, come up with something that like, frankly, you know people that like we're sending a whole army of people to E3 that can do like the obvious stuff. So yeah. try to look for a non-obvious angle, and that's a good way to contribute value to the conversation on the internet um, in a new and unique way. Uh, I do want to add, in terms of getting hands-on time with games or getting into some of those behind-closed-doors closed, uh, demos, if Wade has a press badge, it's totally worth going to the uh, the press reception desk at each booth and mm-hmm. introducing yourself, giving them your business card, and you may be able to book an appointment slot yeah, for yourself. Yeah, you can book appointments. They do book That's appointments right. there at the show. They mm-hmm. keep some certain slots open to receive the press just like you. Yeah, so. especially for the later days, like yeah. Wednesday, Thursday. Yeah, especially mm-hmm. Wednesday, Thursday. You'll be able to see a lot of stuff on Thursday. Yeah. Okay, that is what you can expect from E3 this year. Remember, it all kicks off this Saturday, June 10th, 11.30 a.m. Pacific. Uh, Just find yourself a real comfortable chair, microwave some popcorn, and plan to spend your whole week there. Get some chips and dip, maybe some con queso. We mentioned Saturday and Sunday, or Sunday and Monday, there's big gaps in between the conferences, but we're streaming straight through. Yeah, all we, we we're not are, taking breaks. Like we, we are, are doing breaks, demos yeah. and everything. Yeah, we're still bringing you great content even when uh, the conferences aren't happening. Yeah, we're gonna be doing live episodes of all the shows, tons of demos. Yeah, Justin will be there. Justin's gonna be there. We'll be doing Game Soup too. Uh, all right, it's time to play video game twenty questions. Our suggestion this week comes from Kyle Gardner, although I do not know his location. Hmm. He's from an undisclosed location, probably a bunker somewhere. Anyway, let the questioning begin. Do you uh, do you do you collect and spend currency money in this game? Mm, mm, not in the way that you're thinking. All right. <laughs> Could this game have been at an E3? <laughs> can you can you it's an era question. can you clarify? Yeah, the 1996 first... and later. 
E3s yeah. existed. I knew it. Yeah. Hold on. Are you asking me if this was released after January 1st, 1996? I'm asking you if, was, if it could have been at an it's E3. Is it possible for this game to have been at an E3? I mean, yes. The, the uh, no. Okay. Sorry. No. It is not. Pre-1996, <clears throat> everybody. Or it was a game that wasn't at E3 anyway. Marty's Marty's shaking his head, but I like that question. <laughs> um, We're doing an E3 episode. Was this game on, uh, is this an NES game? No. Ooh, was this, oh, I'm, now I'm all messed up. Uh, was this an arcade game? No. <sighs> <laughs> uh, is this from the 16-bit era? Mm. F. <laughs> I mean... I, it came out. It came out in that in that era. So it's probably around either, that same it's time. Probably the reason this tripping name up is it's probably like Turbo either, Graphics. It's a Game either, Boy game. It's either a PC game or a handheld game. Yeah. Or Turbo Graphics. It's not a Turbo. It's literally sixteen. So is this a handheld probably. game? No. Is, is this a PC game? Yes. All right. Woo! Now we're cooking with gas. <laughs> <laughs> so early, we're, we're we're talking first half of the nineties PC game. Mm-hmm. SimCity. Ooh. Stuff from that era. SimCity was late eighties, wasn't it? No. Well, maybe. Might have been early. I mean, it's... Uh, let's just try to get a genre of PC. Nah. <laughs> uh, was this game developed in uh, in the United States? Yes. Why? I'm, li- I'm liking SimCity. I'm liking either. Uh, what about Wolfenstein? Wolfenstein. Yeah. Doom. Yeah, all those. Is this game a uh, first person shooter? No. All right, it's not Wolfenstein or Doom, guys. Is it a strategy game? No. That's ten. Do strategy games include Sims? I was gonna say I don't know that I would call SimCity a strategy game. Maybe I would. I don't know. Would you call SimCity a strategy Genres game? Are stupid. No, I wouldn't. There's what's there's no so that, strategy. Okay. okay. I like SimCity though. I agree. So adventure. This game, do you, do you, oh, it could be an adventure game. That's okay. Good. Okay, okay, yeah. okay. Do you play this game from? Can we like, ask if it's an adventure game? From like uh, you, we'll get. Oh the, yeah, I see where you're saying. Do you, do you play this game from like a top-down god perspective? No. Is this a uh, adventure game? Yes. All right. So what do we got? Uh, early nineties. Is had. it a Lucas Phil- Lucas Arts game? Yes. So oh. Probably Maniac Mansion, I assume. Or I mean, yeah, I know, Monkey Island. I mean, now. it could be any of them. Monkey Island was eighties. Was it nineties? I don't know. I don't know much about. Do you these play? Games, uh, is this pirate themed? No. Okay. Not Monkey is, Island. Are there teenagers in it? Yes. No, there's both Maniac Mansion and uh, what's it called? It has teenagers. Day of the Tentacle. The tentacle. Uh, did it re? Uh, can you can you can you blow up a hamster in the microwave? No. Oh, does this game have time travel? Yes. Okay. We did it. Day of the Tentacle. Yes, it is Day of the Tentacle. That was good. Uh, wow, we we really man, we were steering into the. <laughs> we righted the ship on that was, one. Yeah, thirteen questions. Uh, 19, Nineteen. No, it was more. It was more than oh, like that. Oh, so it was like eighteen questions. Wow. Okay, we're almost there. Woo. Right, you got there. Uh, yeah, Day of the Tentacle, nineteen ninety three. It's on PC. I think you answered all those questions. And then right. you asked if it yeah, could, you, you were saying could it have been at E3, and I think well, there's the remaster that could have been E3, but then I, I just I think yeah. it was. I think it may have been on like Sony's stage. <laughs> yeah. I know Good Friend Dango was. Yeah, yeah. So I didn't want to uh, like trip what, you up. What was with the money question? You can like get coin. Uh, you like find oh, a coin like, to use in yeah. a puzzle as item in the game. So there is uh, currency that you use. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I, think I, I think all your answers. It's not a game system. All your really. controversial answers were good. Unlike you, we just we just got a package of like Broken Age toys and stuff, right? Uh, yeah, Broken Age got a limited run physical release on PS4, oh, uh, as I well as uh, a plushie of the one of the little like hexagons. Yeah, and then a really cool so artwork. And never, he has really stringy little legs. Yeah. And you hold it up. I only played the first half of Broken Age. Oh, it's really good. Because I played. I mean, I played it when it came out. Then the second half came out, and I was busy with other work stuff and didn't ever get to it. The, you saw the cool twist at the end, though. Yeah, yeah, that the, was great. The the box version for PS4 has my name on the back. Why? For a quote. 
Hmm. Oh. You got a box quote. Yeah, got on box an actual quote. box. Mm -hmm. That's really cool. Those limited run games, true to their name. Limited run, yeah. Almost impossible yeah. to they actually get them. This is number uh, 60. Like, they, they say which one. Uh, yeah. This is the 60th game limited run. Is That's the way, like, arm. just being in the business of printing and selling and shipping a physical thing is, like, so impossible that, like, the only way to do it is to truly, like, Make it scarce and make sure yeah. everyone wants yeah. to buy it. They did yeah. a, That's how records survived. Yeah. They did a physical Ball, release of uh, Darius two, vs. Yeah. Chronicles, yeah, that's right. which I would love to have gotten, yeah, but yeah. It, like, it like, nope. sold out right away. And and whatever happened with Night Trap? That's still coming. I don't think it's gone on sale yet. Or you got to let me know. Oh, yeah. But when it does, scoop. You, if you're not there right at whatever, 10 a.m., yeah. it's going to be gone. Uh, all right, that is our show for you this week. Next week is E3. Plan to uh, spend your entire week with us here at IGN. Wherever you you know want to watch us on IGN.com or on YouTube or on Twitch or on Twitter, yeah. E3.twitter.com. Uh, all week long, we're going to be streaming all of our content there. And then live scoop two, and we'll do a live live scoop Tuesday morning after Nintendo, right cool. after, right? Yeah, immediately following the Nintendo post show. Yeah, post show and uh, Nintendo Direct. Man, you're hosting. You're exciting. hosting all the pre and post shows. For yeah, the I'm hosting a lot. Of stuff. A lot of work, <laughs> a lot of stuff this week. Mm -hmm. uh, but I got we, some, I got some new shirts to wear. <laughs> and whether you're at our meetup or just coming by the IGN booth, it's right at the entrance of the West Hall, South Hall, South Hall. Mm -hmm. Is it South Hall? Is it? No, mm, West it's, I think West, it's Hall. West Hall. Yeah, South Hall's Southwest Hall. Southwest <laughs> Hall. <No. laughs> right, no. right between Sony and Nintendo is the IGN booth. Right when you walk in, right at the front um, doors. Yeah, don't say hi to Damon because you'll have to pound on the glass to get his attention. Well, yeah, if well, I'm on Damon, because he's gonna be on camera. But, but uh, if, if you, you get my, catch my eye, give me a wave and I'll yeah. wave back to you. Absolutely, and bring your cards if you're a freelancer or yeah. if you're interested in working here, and uh, let us know. Yeah, it'll be a really fun week. I'm excited. I'm always excited. Shout at us on the street. <laughs> yeah. Tackle us. Tackle Justin. No. Gaze Justin from a skateboard. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that is all the scoops we have for you this week. Remember, you can always reach us at the email address, gamescoop at IGN.com. Thank you, Justin. Thank you, Sam. Thank you, Marty. My name is Damon. This is IGN Gamescoop. And we're out. Contained herein are the heresies of Radolf Buntwine, erstwhile monk-turned-traveling medical investigator. Join me as I uncover the blasphemous truth of a plague-ridden world, that ours is not a loving God, and we are not its favored children. The Heresies of Radolf Buntwine, coming January 2nd, wherever podcasts are available.